0: Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the chilly willy, bring on chilly willy, John Wayne. That's right. Here I am, back again, in the studio of Evil, located, nestled, if you will, in the west wing of Wayne Manor, where I reside here, and... Better get your booties on, kitties, because it's cold out there. It's cold out there every day. What is this, Miami Beach? That's a little Groundhog's Day, but I say that because it is freezing cold. Uh, but probably really across most of the country, but you know, there's definitely some parts that are getting hammered with these winter storms, and as you know, uh, I, Wayne Manor, where I'm located, is in Houston, Texas, uh, Third Coast, Dirty Third, shouts out, and... It is. Uh, we are in the midst of uh, a, a massive freeze, winter storm, weather warning, uh, batting down the hatches, batting down the batten Rouge, batting it all down because uh, you ain't going to go anywhere, uh, I guess, for a few days uh, here. So, yeah, we're getting a, that's the, the big news here is we are getting this huge Uh, freeze that is happening and uh, you know we're not really used to that kind of stuff here in the old Houston or in Texas in general you know up in the north part of Texas I know that they uh they get more snow and, and ice uh, that kind of stuff like close close to Oklahoma that in the border there in, in Dallas oh, Dallas uh they deserve all the snow they get though uh shouts out to my sister Carrie strap it on like Sandra and then um yeah Dallas sucks but they're gonna get hit you know speaking of Dallas sucking look uh. This is what is. Um, a lot of you are. I mean, I'm sure a lot of the people listening in different parts of the country are like, "What? What's the big deal about it? It's cold. Yes, it's going to be cold. Yep. Yeah, you know, uh, toughen up. You know, little warm boys. And uh, I, I hear you. I understand that. Uh, you know, but we're just not. Uh, this isn't the kind of. Uh, we're just not used to this. This does not. This kind of stuff doesn't happen. Like hard freezes, or it being below freezing for an entire day let alone a couple days in a row we don't we just don't have that here um so when it happens and it does happen every once in a while it's not like this is the first time something like this has happened but it's so few and far between we don't have the built-in infrastructure in uh houston or texas or a lot of the you know maybe a lot of most of these cities down in the south here because uh we just don't get that that kind of weather so we don't have things ready like plows or 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 trucks to come salt the roads we don't even have salt like when this shit gets bad like this like i guarantee you this will happen they'll do this uh at some point mm, probably not till because this we're supposed to get like it's supposed to start getting precipitation wise like maybe tonight uh when i'm recording this it's sunday it's valentine's day happy valentine's we'll talk about that too but you know this is uh um yeah, I'm recording this on Sunday. You know, if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, the day after when it when it comes out, we should be getting all this weird precipitation. I was looking at my uh, little weather app on my phone there, and it was saying, uh, ninety like 95% chance of snow on Monday. Like with, and I, you know, I read like, it says different parts of like South of this freeway and North of this freeway and blah, blah, blah. You should expect one and a half to two inches. Like that is, uh, that might as, you might as well dump 12 feet of snow on, on the city for us to be getting two, two inches, one and a half to two inches of snow. They'll, they'll, they'll take some trucks out probably at some point. Uh, I would guess, I mean, maybe Tuesday. They're they're not going to want people on the roads at all. But they I don't know when they're going to do this. Actually, they may they may do it now. Who knows? Or or soon. But they don't. We don't salt the roads. We sand the roads. Sand the roads. What does this do? I have no idea. Because when you put sand, I guess it's supposed to help melt the ice or, or create friction traction so that you know you know, the the ice breaks. Down. I I don't know what the, I really don't know what it does, but I'll tell you this this is what it does once the uh, if there's any ice or or you know the whatever little snow or anything we get melts it's just a bunch of mud on the road and that's how we like to do it down here in texas boy we push some mud on that road we go mudding. it's good old time but no it's uh it's weird it's crazy i i don't understand it but it, it, it's a crazy thing because we're not like i said we're not used to this you know we're used to you know, massive hurricanes and, and, uh, you know, Noah's Ark like flooding, you know, that's what we're, uh, unfortunately used to, um, dealing with. And, you know, there's plans for that. We don't have any plans for this. So it's going to be pretty, pretty fun. Of course, every, you know, the grocery stores are cleaned out and insane and shit, uh, or have been over this, this past couple days I've seen. And, uh, yeah, so it's going to, it's gonna snow I guess tomorrow I- I'm not I'm not quite quite sure but oh oh I was speaking about Dallas that's right oh uh, before I get too far that's why I almost forgot because I got me a nice big bowl of Grandpappy's medicine here and this is a good uh, I got, I got a couple different strains mixed up here. I, I, cause I had some Elmer's glue, uh, that I'd gotten. And then I just, you know, I'm about to go on the road here. So we'll talk about that. But I'm, I, I, I picked up, uh, some for the road and it's a little Skittles, um, action here. We got the, so I, I mixed those two together. It's a wonderful time. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm I love reefer. Shouts out. Uncle Joey. Um. Yeah, so there was a—it it already started freezing a couple, like, nights, and especially, like I said, north in north Texas, it's going to—you know, it's always going to get colder faster because it's north, or it's going to be more colder. But, like, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area—I'm uh, sure this was had to be national news—there was, like, this crazy—I I, want to say 114-car pileup on one of the roads. Now, I've bitched about the Dallas, like, interchanges, freeway parts, like, you know, when Nick and I were driving on them and how— crazy it is because it's a bunch of construction anyway and so the exits are, are are kind of like moved either like forward or back you know from where they're when they're where they're located so when it shows up on like i i like to look at my map on my fucking you know gps map on my screen while i'm driving and you'll see like you'll go to get off but it won't be there anymore so you'll miss it'll be it'll it's all fucked up anyway yeah, my wife the other day was like, "Hey, look at this uh, news thing." And she pulls it up on her phone, and it's this this pileup on the freeway, is so insane looking. It it looked like I was like, "This is this real? Is this a real thing? Like, is this not this isn't a movie? It was just twisted metal piled uh, just blo- like the whole freeway. You know, was just like uh, cars, but mostly it was a lot of eighteen wheelers that are just like crunched in, and the the, the you know, their fucking loads are all bashed over, and there's just, and then mixed amongst all these trucks are regular cars, and they're just, cr- I mean, it was nuts. It was nuts. And, uh, you know, one of the comments, I think this was a Reddit thread, and one of the comments said, Why didn't they ice, or why didn't they salt the roads? Somebody put on there. And that's what I was trying to get. We don't have that. We don't even know. We don't, I'm telling you, you're like, You're, you're an idiot, dude. You guys are stupid. No, we just don't have that, so we're not prepared for it. Some parts of the country, you know, if you got, I don't know, if you had a uh, seven days in a row of a hundred and twelve degree temperature, you'd probably all die. You'd set yourselves on fire and self immolation and stuff just to just to be done with the heat. And that's a uh, every day for us. But everybody has different shit and hurricanes. And like I said, um, <clears throat> so that was insane. That was intense. So I I really. Uh, hope nothing like that happens uh again ever but like especially during this you know it, it would behoove us all to make sure we're not going out there uh slip a sliding around unless we we uh I don't know unless we're Tokyo drifting it or something I, you know what do whatever you want i I who am I to tell you what to do just uh just uh have fun you know that's what i I guess the the whole point of this this is. Uh, yeah but no it's it's gonna be cold I know it's cold uh, a lot of places I, I talked to uh, my man Christopher Triana out there in the uh, New England area where um, he resides and they are just getting hammered by snowstorm after snowstorm after snowstorm and when I was up there uh, you know I talked about this I helped him shovel the the driveway one day it snowed one one day while I was there visiting and I was up there for like eight days I think and you know, I, I was like, this is a lot of fucking snow, man. And he's like, nah, this is nothing, dude. And then, like, he sends me a picture, like, this week of the snow that, I don't know, it's, like, up to, like, his thigh or whatever. It's, like, three, you know, not three feet deep, but it's, like, feet deep, you know. He's trying to, like, show me how deep it is. Like, now this is some fucking snow. And there's more coming. And I'm like, Phew. you know, here's and here's the thing. If I lived in that environment, just say, just put me in that same House, if I lived in Chris's house with him or by myself in that area, in that part of the country with this kind of weather that happens, uh, you know, he has a snow blower and this machine. And even to get out of the driveway, you put park your car in the garage, and then you're just there's just feet, you know, three feet of snow in the whole driveway. You have to get, I just would be in the house. There would be, I just wouldn't leave. It'd be that'd be it till the spring, till the snow melted. Um, that would have to just be it, or I'd have to send out for a local youths to come dig me out or something i'm not sure but that's just where it would have to be people and i would be fine i'd be fine i'd store up you know i don't eat much so I'm, I'm pretty easy to please in that way uh i could always drink the snow not the yellow snow as frank zappa tells us in scripture but yeah that that's uh that's what would happen to me so i'm i'm interested to see what happens uh, if we get some snow, I'm sure everyone will lose their goddamn minds, and, uh, your whole social media feed, if you live in the Houston area, will be nothing but snow pictures. Pictures of your idiot friends running out there, trying to, like, oh, look at us, we're catching snowflakes, or, like, you're, you know, or they're fucking dopey kids doing, uh, snow angels or something. I mean, it's, that's what it's gonna be, and it's gonna be great. So... <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, but it's cold everywhere. But that's the big news going on here right now that we're in- encountering. Um, aside from uh, you know an Arctic blast of love for Valentine's Day. That's right, Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Guess what I did for my wife? Nothing because I don't care. No, I don't. <laughs> I care very much about my wife. I don't. Uh, I don't care about Valentine's Day or any of this, that kind of stuff. It's it's pretty funny to me um, that, that this gets taken that seriously. I, I know it's just my, you know, if you, if you love Valentine's day, great. Uh, you know, I, I'm just, it's just not for me. I'm not bagging on you. It's whatever. Uh, you know, I, um, I actually didn't even realize till yesterday I was, I was, it was the 13th and I was, you know, writing something a date and I was like, oh wait, tomorrow's Valentine's day. Huh? Huh? Oh, well, you know, I kept going. And if you listen to the, uh, the other podcast I do, uh, with, Christopher Triana every week, Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. The episode we just put out this past Thursday, if you're listening to this when it comes out, was our Valentine's Day special. And so you can hear all I have to say about Valentine's Day over over on that podcast. It's, uh, you know, I, I tell a couple little Valentine's stories we both do and talk about it. He He's, you know, he's into love and all that kind of goofy shit uh no i'm sorry not but i mean you know he he all like he's all into valentine's day i didn't didn't think that he would be but uh you know i guess he you know loves the little cards and he you know he loves garfield uh you know garfield and Odie valentine's days sent to him little valentines you know or if you're emerald lagasse you say valentine's day it's valentine's day valentine's day People say that. What's, where does that come from? That's not even an M in there. It's not even there is an MN, like, so you could say it's like a silent and you're choosing to pronounce. It's not, I don't know. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day to everyone who celebrates out there, to all you lovers out there. Earth Angel, Earth Angel. All right, that's it. So, before we go any further, uh, I do want to give a major shout out to my Patreon folks. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate your support, uh, especially through these last few months getting shit together. Uh, I, you guys rule. I can't thank you enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you'd like to check out my Patreon and maybe throw your old Uncle Johnny a couple bucks here, uh, go to Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead and join one of the tiers that I have available. There's all kinds of cool stuff, stories, uh, free shit that you, you get every month. But uh, if uh, there's also any tier that you join gets you access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast that I also do every week uh, on on my Patreon only available, and it's where I talk to artists from around the country that I, I've met in my travels or I know, and we talk about all that kind of stuff that they do and and whatnot, and it's been great. So uh, any tier gets you access to, access to that, or there's even the Dollar Beer Club uh, for $1 a month gets you access to the podcast and any media that I put on the Patreon wall so for a dollar a month you can help support this guy and it is much appreciated Uh, but also just uh, other stuff that I put on the wall videos you know I do readings sometimes and put the audio up there I just as of this recording and uh, right before I recorded this uploaded a video of a new John Wynn is Dead song that I was working on I recorded it last night uh, my acoustic guitar while I was you know playing around with it and i just made a video and i was like i'm gonna put this up on my patreon so it is up there on my patreon wall for all my my uh, patreon homies to check out and i thank you guys so much so all kinds of stuff like that so if you'd like to go check it out patreon.com slash john wayne is dead and uh any support is much much appreciated thank you so this week um As you listen to this, I'm preparing to leave on a on a, another another uh, journey here. Uh, finally, it looks like a extended road quest, if you will, first one in a long time. Actually, um, coming up on like a year, you know, since all of this kind of started, since we started having like our oh shit moments of like, well, this might we might be fucked on this. We might have to sit inside all day type of thing for a while. Before all that happened, uh, you know, I was going to Atlanta, so I'm going to. This week, I'm leaving. Uh, Nick P and I hit the road on Wednesday evening, barring you know, there's the the ice or whatever isn't uh, isn't still bad, uh, and driving heading up to Charlotte, North Carolina for Mad Monster Party, which is uh, this weekend coming up here, the 18th, ninth, whatever this is, and then um, the following weekend, I will uh, that last weekend here in February, the 20 something. I'll be in uh, Atlanta for Days of the Dead, and that was one of the last cons that I got to see uh, everybody at. I guess all of my uh, con family, if you will, because after that there was nothing. Everything got canceled after that, and the ones and the things that I did go to, I, I didn't see. We weren't. They weren't. You know, we weren't at the same thing together. Uh, so I missed them all terribly. You know, I mean, I did get to see some of my con family in Las Vegas. And that was awesome, Jessica. Shouts out and and Laura, Mama. Shouts out to you. Uh, you guys rule, and I, I can't wait to see you. And I can't wait to see everybody. And I hope that it's gonna. I, I'm feeling good about about it. I think it's gonna all go off with uh uh without a hitch. I really do. I'm excited uh, to get out there again. You know, and and doing a couple of these in this crazy kind of uh pandemic time. I've seen it run. Uh, I've seen these things run pretty well where I'm, I'm like, okay, you know, I, Hey, I gotta do this anyway, but like, this is at least people are trying to keep this right. So, you know, the big, the big ones are at least. So, uh, I think that, uh, I feel comfortable, you know, with, with going and it's, you know, like it or not, I'm coming world. But I do want to say thank you. I, I put out, uh, earlier this week, a couple days ago, um, on the John Wayne is Dead shop, I put up a, a gas money three pack uh, thing to help uh, Nick and I get uh, across the country and back, and it, it consisted of a a magnet, uh, a a magnet and two stickers. The magnet is from with, with the design of one of one of the stickers that I've I've done before, and then uh, there's a special iridescent um, skull sticker, and then a sticker that has never been released before in any format. Um, is my Three of Hearts tarot card design. And that's, you know, I told you guys I've been drawing this tarot deck and uh, working feverishly at it and, and making some progress. Feels like I'm making no dents at all, but I'm getting there. And, uh, you know, so I I decided to, to make a sticker of one now before I go out of town and just see, get some response, get some feedback on the design. So if you're, you know, first of all, thank you to everyone who did buy one of those uh the gas money packs like right away we you know i everybody that's bought one or even some people bought multiple ones thank you so much um it's like i said so it's three items it's 666 free shipping and that is going all of that money is specifically going into my gas tank to get us across the country um so there's still some available uh, as of now so if you'd like to help us out. Uh, with some gas money, just go to com slash shop and uh, check out the, the three pack, uh, you know, gas money pack. And, and we appreciate it so very much. I'm actually, after we, after I finish this recording, I have uh, a lot of those to get ready to send out first thing Monday morning. And that's what I'm going to be spending a lot, good amount of time doing today, preparing those. But uh, yeah, so, and, and here's another interesting thing that we're doing is we're not coming home in between these two conventions because of how, like close, you know, first of all, they're a week apart, and you know Charlotte. You pass, you're gonna, we're gonna pass through Atlanta, through Georgia, coming back through Charlotte, and I just can't, in good consciousness drive all the way back, passing the place I have to go in three, in like three days or whatever, and you know, uh, and coming back, it just didn't make, it wouldn't make sense financially, it wouldn't make sense, um, you know, even. Like even so, like against weighing like gas and and time and exchange and stuff like that, uh it it still just doesn't it doesn't make sense to, to come home for two and a half or three days, then turn around and, and make another long ass drive. So I've found uh, an extended stay, uh hotel motel that Nick and I will be living in for seven glorious days in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh yeah, so I found us a little place. It's got a kitchen and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we'll be we'll be there. It's pretty close to where the convention is too. Uh so that's good. It's like 10 minute drive or something to the convention from from this hotel. And uh that's it. And we're and this is, you know, we're going to be in this place for, you know, the convention's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we'll be there uh until The following Thursday afterwards, you know, instead of packing up and driving home Sunday all night, we'll we'll be driving back to our little motel. And what we plan on doing and we've started hammering some of this stuff out. I I haven't talked about this in a while, I guess, but. um, Nick and I have still been working on this this magazine idea that we've been working on for months and months since the quarantine happened, probably. Where it's like a parody magazine of an, the, the kind of 1940s, uh, 1930s detective magazines. You know, Nick got a bunch of those, um, you know, a bunch of old ones for us to look through from some eBay lot. And, you know, we, we kind of got inspired by those. I was drawing a bunch of fake ads, uh, which I've since kind of tapered off on because I'm doing drawing all these cards. But I have a bunch of them saved, like already banked, bunch of these little stories banked. So we are going to be using this time. And we already talked about this the other night to really hammer this magazine out. And so hold us accountable. I mean, hit us up, hit me up. You know, hey, are you guys doing the magazine? Is the magazine done? Did you guys get any work done on the magazine? Because we're going to be using those days in that, you know, in our little sweat lodge motel hotel, no also, to hammer this out to write. We're going to pull up uh, uh, templates to get the form, you know, start formatting pages and how that this shit's going to look. And that also, this this magazine specifically, we are making uh, for as as a, as a joint piece of art that Nick and I uh, are making together. Because a lot of people know Nick P, you know, my best bud. He's on the road with me, been friends for over twenty years. He comes and helps, and uh, you know, has adventures with me basically. And he's an excellent videographer and photographer, and you know, he does a lot of these crazy videos for me. Um, but you know, uh this is a chance for all you guys out there to see like hey this is some um, stuff that nick makes as well and we make it together and one of the the primary reasons for this project too is is gas money i wanted to i wanna i want to even call the magazine gas money with g a s s like ass but uh you know that's still up in the air but the plan was: we make this magazine together. We sell it at the booth because he's at the booth with me anyway. So we sell that, and that's just gas money. That's whatever we sell, whatever we make from those magazines is going to be put in the gas tank. Because, like I said, we're always trying to find new ways to or, or different ways to kind of boost, um, you know, the cash flow in when we're at these conventions. Because the mar- my, my profit margins are super razor thin, guys. It's not, um, you know, it's not a, a it may look glamorous, but, uh, you know, it's it's um, it's t- it's difficult to make a buck sometimes. So you have to think of new ways. That's why I'm incorporating all of this, you know, kind of graphic art moving forward as well. I'm going to have some prints of these cards available um, to buy. So hopefully those will generate some, you know, generate a couple more bucks here and there, those kind of things. Of course, I'll have my new book uh, out at both of these conventions, so that'll be good. But yeah, this is just one of those things. So we're working on that. We're going to be in this hotel for like seven days. And then we leave uh, and go right to Atlanta. And we're staying in the con hotel, the Sheraton, where they have it, where everyone will be and we will party. We, we cheap, you know, We had to like cheap out. I mean, everything. I'm trying to cheap everything out when I'm out there on the road. But yeah, like, um, th- I think the hotel we got is like. $55 a night like one of those type of things so pretty pretty inexpensive but and then that's why I'm like okay well we'll stay at the con hotel in Atlanta because you know I can't I'm not doing two big hotel things back to back like and, and, and Mad Monster Party this is my first time going so I'm very excited but I think like I saw the hotel is like on a golf resort or something like that that can't be cheap so um, yeah so I'm looking forward to it so it, I'm super excited getting everything ready Tweaking everything, getting you know, it's like uh, Rocky getting ready for you know to go fight you know the Russian and Rocky Four. It's like my I'm just in a video montage of preparation and and uh, sharpening my skills as I prepare. So, so yeah, again, and a huge thank you to everyone that bought one of those gas money packs off the website. It that that was a uh, awesome, blew me away. I very much appreciate it. And there's still some available, so if you want to throw a couple bucks in the gas tank for us, just go to slash shop and uh, and pick one of those up and anything. All the books are in there. I'll, I'll sign everything. It all comes from me. So anything else in there you like, uh, check it out. But these gas money packs, like I said, they they're going right into the gas tank. So so that was fun. And Nick and I actually like did a whole photo fo- like shoot for it the other night when he came over. Uh, the picture that we have, like the knife stabbing through the beer can, uh, with, it's all bloody and the stickers are in there. Check it out. If you just even look at the, the picture is pretty cool. Uh, even if you don't want to buy anything. So we had a lot of fun setting that up. So hopefully we, you know, have that kind of, uh, fervor and, uh, and, and focus while (laughs) we're in Charlotte writing this magazine and, and doing stuff. So, so yeah, that, uh, hmm. Oh, here's the other. Here's another. I was like, I not I know I had another something I wanted to talk about up top. I finished all the edits, the audio edits for uh, "Until the Sun" by Chandler Morrison. The audio, one of the audio books I, I'm uh, doing the narration for. And uh, you're like, John Wayne, what, Jesus Christ, you've been what fuck working on this since December? What the hell is you know, since November? Like what? What the hell is wrong with you? Well, there's a lot wrong with me. How much time you got? No, you know it. It's uh, well, I talked about how it, it's it's a lot more work than just reading into the microphone. There's there's a whole lot of uh, parameters, sound wise, that have to be met sonically, uh, if you will, like a decibel ranges, and you know that kind of EQing that has to be done specifically. But there's all these other things. Um, you know that go into the them the quality control of of this these audiobooks and i am uh well i'm to say i'm learning have learned the hard way um of what all of these are and how to work through them it's kind of like i did this all backwards but you know i went in with a working i have a working knowledge of sound recording you know but this is this is something completely not completely different but completely specific is is what I can say it's very specific in the way you do it there's not a whole lot of wiggle room to do anything out of the out of the the lines that the ACX audible people have set so there was a big learning curve there for me but going back into this and this is just how I learned I learned better this way anyway I I, I could have bitched um, about all, all this stuff but it, 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 i really didn't even feel like bitching about uh having to do do these these edits like this because now i'll never make those mistakes again ever ever and if you know i'll be able to if i make i'll, I'll know it in a moment if i make one of those mistakes and correct and can correct it so a lot so what i had to do um you know there were a few i, I submitted it they sent it back with some errors they're like okay this 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 and this and you and and uh four four things so the first three were easy one of them was i uploaded the same thing twice or something one of them i left a metronome on um you know one one of them the the sample has to be five minutes uh, less than five minutes long and i think the one i uploaded was like five minutes and nine seconds so i had to change that but the excessive noise thing like you have to uh they i mean of course they don't want any sound like when you you start the chapter and end the chapter so no no like chapter 20 you know it just start with chapter 1 there's no breath or anything they don't they don't want anything like that so then there's also like except they said excessive breath and mouth noises have to all be removed so that's all they really input they give you so i take that like okay um, let me go so i start and like literally some of these some of these chapters i did uh I mean, I don't know. Easily a hundred plus edits of of uh, in the automation, and automation is 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 when you're messing with the volume, right? Uh, you know, automation can you can automate. It can refer to a lot of things, but specifically for volume, it's like you're looking at a line that's going across a waveform. That this is like this is what volume this is playing at all the way across, and then you make these little edit points, and you you can pull that line down or raise it up in just specific areas, right? So you can change the volume of specific words, whatever you want. So I'm going through and listening to every single piece of silence, every pause I take to see if there's a, or, or a swallow and shit. And some of them, I was like, what the fuck was I even doing? Like why, why did I think this was not going to be picked up or something? And, it was, uh, you know, but again, a learning experience. I'm a kinesthetic learner, uh, kinesthetic learner, I guess, according to my Starbucks training. Uh, yeah, that's where you learn from hands-on work, which is how I do learn the best. I, I, I really hate to read instructions for something. I just, I don't like it. Uh, I, I, you know, you can show me, which that's, that's, you know, another good way to, what's that? I forget which one that is visual learner but I, once I get my hands on it you know so to speak that's when I really learn and that, that and that this uh you know was no exception so I, I it took me hours and hours and hours of uh some painstaking edits but I'm very proud of the way it turned out I'm very happy with uh with the overall product and I hope that I didn't miss anything, so, you know, it's all sent. Again, it has to be a go through another approval process, and then they can tell us. But I think this is going to be it, and uh, I, I hope you guys check it out and, and enjoy it. Chandler's an awesome writer, of course, and this book is is rad. I really like this book. So I had a lot of fun performing it, and a lot of fun performing in general. So, like I said, I picked up two more uh, audiobook jobs, and now I can, uh, starting... Monday morning, fresh and ready, I'll start recording the next one and actually getting back into recording. But I really wanted to get this off my plate before I started to record another book. I just had to, you know. And when it came back a, a few weeks ago with with these, like, kind of corrections on it, uh, a couple weeks ago, I guess, or maybe more than that, I was like, fuck, I just didn't even want to look at it. It was so, uh, I guess, defeat defeated is how I felt um, because I was like, god damn it, dude, it's, you know, I, I was like, what the fuck else is, am I doing wrong? And uh, I just didn't even want to, I had to step away for a few days. I didn't even want to look at the email. I, I didn't want to look at uh, waveforms. I just didn't want to look at this. I had to step away. And, uh, and, you know, I had to step away for more than a week. I, I didn't do anything on it because I just needed that time away. Because like I said, it was a defeating thing. I was like, god damn it, dude, this is just... You know, I was in my mind going, am I just gonna have to throw all this away, like all these hours of work and start over or just get fired from this job? Like, what am I doing? What's it going to take? So stepping back in, reframe, you know, myself, re- refocused my uh, focus, I guess, and just jumped in and did it. And man, like, I would just force myself on some of these days, like this week, just like one more chapter, just do one more chapter and get through it because they, they can be daunting. It's, it's you know, they're they're like... All of the chapters in this book probably averaged an average of 25 minutes a piece, like reading them out loud. There's some short, but I'm saying the average, you know, because some of them are 30 minutes. So you're going through all that listening to the silent gaps, trying to make sure that there's no extra shit going on. It takes a while. But I'm happy I did it because, like I said, that's the best. That's like the smoke up Johnny all these carton of cigarettes, so you'll learn the lesson. Uh, that's pretty much what I did. Is the it was the uh, audio equivalent of smoking a carton of cigarettes. And now, now I've got this nice raspy voice. No, now I know, and I'm glad that I learned. And yeah, uh, and it'll be awesome moving forward. Like I said, I'm starting tomorrow morning recording this this next uh, next audio gig book I have while I'm recording the tracks, I'm going to know exactly like what to do. And then while I'm still on that track before I bounce it or do anything, I I'll know exactly if I miss something, I'll be able to catch it before it gets past even being uploaded the first time. I mean, I'm even able to like, I, I did so many, so much of this. And you know, if you, if you know, you know, if you do anything with recording or you know anything like that, when I talk about the wave files, it's just like the, you know, the, the the picture that sound makes, you know, it's like a, I don't know, like a lie detector test or something. The way it kind of squiggles around, that's the best way to put it. But different, you know, sound, they look, they have a look to them. So, I'll even know, like, I'll be able to see a wave coming up and be like, okay, I know I probably swallow right here. So, let me, and just, I, I was able to start finding them like that. So, that made me happy too. And I'm stoked to do the next job. So, I will keep you guys updated on that. But I've rambled on for a while. I think it's time we get into our three card tarot reading of the day. So as you uh know or do not know, I do a three card tarot reading on myself before every show where I sit and I write down my thoughts, things that uh, you know, I'm kind of uh dwelling upon or you know, not dwelling on, but like thinking about things I'm, you know, dealing with uh during the week and just kind of try to look at them through the prism of the cards, just got to get a fresh perspective, just a kind of a, you know, Look at things a different way, if you will. Um, and uh, this week is no exception. So, the thought, the things on my mind, I wrote down this week: um, refined focus and on on task scheduling are the first two I, I wrote. And I, so I got to update you guys on the scheduling thing that I I was I've been doing the last couple of weeks. Uh, as I said, I would. I did it a few days last week before last. I talked about like, uh, you know, and it worked really well this week. I did it almost every day. Maybe one day I did not write on my uh, dry erase board a, a schedule out for me to actually adhere to because I I think I was just like I was all I knew I was just sitting here doing the audio recording until it was or audio editing until it was done that day. So I didn't actually write anything down. But yeah, I've been doing that putting like between this this time and you know, this time I'm writing, this time and this time I'm editing, this time and this time I'm, uh, you know, doing the video for Vital Social Issues, like, all the stuff that I have to do, I've been putting it in schedule form, and it's it's working very well for me so far. Um, of course, you know, they're not that rigid. I'm not, like, my, like a you know, my supervisor on myself, like, I'm going to, you know, I, I have breaks worked in there, you know, as well, and... If I want to keep going on something because that's just how it is, I, I reserve the right to do that, but doing it in these chunks of time is really helping me, so I don't know if anybody else is thinking about uh, approaching something like that in that way. All I can say is it's working for me so far, um, and that's been on my mind. That was one of the things I wrote. So Also, uh, business business conscious. Like I said, I'm about to hit the road for two weeks, and after that, it's just going to keep going unless, you know, hopefully... Things keep going well with the pandemic and stuff, and we get through this, and uh, more shows won't be canceled or moved. But I'll be going so more business minded and conscious. You know, I'm looking at, you know, uh, and I, I wrote down income versus expenses, just really kind of uh, crunching those numbers even harder, moving, you know, going into this new year of, of conventions and stuff. And uh, seeing where I can tighten stuff up. So that's been on my mind a lot lately. And that, that's one of the things that inspired the the gas money uh, pack just to help to get some, uh, you know, startup, I guess, initial scratch before we start, you know, going in the red uh, pretty bad. Uh, strengthen, uh, or strengthen discipline to push through extra temporary work. And that's just that's come up in some of my card of the day readings of uh you know working through you know you're working on something hard and extra but you know it's temporary so you you tolerate it for now that's you know that's the kind of thing where a little bit with those audio edits uh on my mind but definitely I'll say with these with drawing these cards you know there's 72 cards I have to draw um and it's I just have to do it every day I cannot skip a day of this you know I, it I, I've slacked a little bit lately, you know, um, not for, not because I was doing nothing because I was really trying to finish this book, the audio book, and I was really trying to get that done. Um, so I didn't draw as much as I should have the last couple of weeks, but now I'm like, I got to buckle down and do it. And that's one of those things where I know it's, it's hard, it's a hard work. It, it's a, it's semi monotonous, uh, not really but kind kind of in that venn diagram of things but it it's it's just one of those things that you know you have to get through this work and it because it's going to be extremely rewarding on the other end of it plus I know this is temporary it's not like I finish this deck and then start immediately drawing another one or something like that but once once I get through this then the good stuff will start coming from all the hard work. So that that just wanted to I had to like reframe that in my mind almost like an affirmation, I guess, more than anything. So uh here we go. First card. The uh 10 of cups upright. So 10 of cups is one of those cards now uh, that is um like I guess like a card of contentment, you know. You this this uh is saying you're you're feeling happy You are content, particularly with you know relationships and with your family. You, uh, you're, you're, this love and this happiness that you have, you're you're sharing it with others right now, maybe more than ever or more than before. You're surrounded by people you love or loved ones uh, that you have a, a connection with, and you know, and and there's a true appreciation and support for each other happening right now. and it it's uh it's something that makes you happy to help help out the people around you family whether it be you know blood family or you know relationship families friends all that we make our own family we know that and uh so this is like in this uh what i've read of this it says this is this is more this is about a family and a happy family family relationships kind of card um it, it, this card comes up if we're perhaps spending a lot more time with our families uh right now or the people that we love in in an environment where we're we're relaxed we're we're rested uh we're all everyone is um at ease I guess it's not some uh tense situation there's not a stressful thing happening it's it's all groovy and and fine with um the family that you're with right now, that the time that you're spending together is very smooth. Um, Yeah. So this is really, this card is about feeling whole and complete in your relationships with your friends and family. Like I said, it doesn't have to be your blood family. You know, we make our own family through the people in our lives that we have these strong bonds with, Uh, you know, so at the base of this card it's it's really kind of asking us to take stock and and take a, a second at least to to appreciate uh these relationships appreciate our connections with these people that we love so much and and appreciate you know how happy it makes you and how happy you make other the these other people as well and just appreciate these accomplishments in these relationships and appreciate this time uh of love like i you know it's not to say this is gonna all come crashing down we just it's good to acknowledge those these moments things are always in flux you never know we're always balancing so this is a good time right now to just be okay you know family my my family people that i've chosen to be my family um we're in a good place and I appreciate, you know, we, at the, like I said, at, at the very least, this is asking us to take a moment to, to really just take stock and appreciate those, those type of things. So the next card we get one of my all time favorite cards. If, if you guys are longtime listeners, the four of cups, this is a card that, you know, I got into tarot interested in because, uh, the first reading I had from somebody, this card came up and I was like, Hmm, this is very interesting. So you know, this is this is one of those cards where there's a couple things to it. Now, it might be where a lot of uh, several opportunities are coming to you right now, and and you're not taking any of them just because for the for the for the sake that you know you have too much going on on your plate, and you it, and it would not be a, wa- a wise decision for you to take on something else right now. Um, and that's that's one of those things that we talk about all the time. You know, don't, don't overextend yourself. Don't you know. We don't want to, you know. We want to please people. We we often want to please everyone that we can, especially when we're starting in a career. But you know, we have to realize that, you know, all of the work will suffer if we're pushing ourselves or you know straining ourselves uh, too thin. Uh, I don't, you know what the you know what I'm saying? Taking on too too much shit. Even like some of these look so good. Like I know, like it'll it'll be it'll be hard for you to turn it down because it's just you're like, why, why should I turn this down? I can, this is going to be cool. But it's, it's like, that's just one of those things. You have to, um, I don't know, like deal with, or, or I'm trying to, what am I trying to think? Grasp for yourself and and realize that's just how it is sometimes. And you have to treat it like that. Uh, you just have to say no to things, even if you want to do them because you know, it's not going to work out if you accept it even that and if you can you know still if it's something you still want to do even put it out there like look I I want to do this but I need you know I, I can't even look at this for the next four months if we can take that time I'd still like to do it you know there's nothing wrong with putting those things out there but just don't take on everything and then not communicate to the to people that you're doing these projects with about the time that you need or help that you might need you know it's just keep keep that in mind um in there but the thing about this card the other the part of this card that i i really uh connected with is this may come up in a time when you are bored and dissatisfied with your everyday life like i was really hating having a a day job at that point and especially was not happy with the one i was in uh during that point too and that's kind of like where the conversation around this card came i was you know, apathetic about it, completely unmotivated for this job, I didn't care, I just wanted to get my shit going, I still wanted, I I just, everything was about my writing and music after, you know, I I didn't, I didn't care, like, and I, but I was so down on this, I I was so, like I said, uh, just down on having to have this job, having to get up and go to it, having to do these things, and like, when I was like, I need to be doing this other stuff, man, this is what I really need to do, uh, and, and this was, this was me, so this, but what happens is, like, in this card, the, the, the picture, the person is under a tree, and they, you know, are looking down, either they're looking down, or their eyes are closed, but there's three full cups in front of them, and then, uh, from a cloud in the sky, like a hand is coming out with the fourth cup that it's trying to give to the person, but they're not paying attention. They're not looking. They're not seeing that. Now, it, it could be because we either have, uh, you know, involved ourselves in the wrong, like opportunities that aren't maybe working out the way we wanted them to. Those are the three cups in front of us or you know maybe we're we're looking for something the right thing right now we have these three things but we we're really looking for the right right thing or you know for me it was like those three cups could re- represented like yeah i've got this job and yeah like you know okay so i don't have to you know want for this and i could do this and that but you know i just really need to figure out a way to do this the way I want to, and and really get out from under this. And I was so caught up in that mode of thought that uh, I could not see the fourth cup, the answer, the the way I, I I could do this being handed to me, until I had like this aha moment of like oh, so you need to like it's like stepping back. We want to make sure that we're seeing we're seeing everything around us. We're we're we're, we're open to uh the opportunities potentially out there for us that doesn't mean like I take on all the opportunities it just means be open to those things because you never know if you're you know all down on yourself and bumming about what you have in front of you because you just have to do it we miss out because we're just so one single-minded and narrow-minded negatively at these things that we miss We missed that fourth cup that comes out of nowhere or comes out of somewhere that we wouldn't even have expected it. And now, now we can get the start to get on our path or that's, that's the job or that's the thing, you know, and it was right there all along. We just need to get out of our own head, you know, get out of our own way in those aspects. And, and like I say, grasp the fourth cup, grasp the fourth cup. So third card I got Knight of pentacles reversed. So the funny thing, not funny, but I love I love this kind of shit. So it's like um, the first thing about this card that it says, it comes up it's reversed. It says that you're encouraged to establish a schedule or routine and stick to it until you've completed the assigned task. I, I mean, I just wanted to put that because that's exactly like what I wrote, like what I'm messing with and, and, and trying to do for me. So it's saying like, you know, did – good that's what you need to do you know asshole it's, and it, it's also this could also point to like a self improvement type of thing like uh, you know health or uh, you know uh, physical health mental health those kind of things um, it's they're, they're like uh, they're mo- like there's things this also goes with what I wrote down about like working hard to temporarily because it it, it won't be there all the time this is kind of on the same lines you know when we're we we know we have to pay attention to mundane activities that we might have that we have to do every day or every couple of days we're just letting them fall by the way um you know maybe like of course pentacles is is money and uh, or deals with money and material stuff so maybe we're not managing our money right now and we're just not well and we're just like blowing it off rather than trying to sit down and look at it and figure it out like figure out like your business expenses and stuff type of thing huh maybe um John Wayne uh so it's these things that we we're putting them off you know kind of like eh, but we don't realize that it's keeping us from moving forward and it could be cutting us off from another opportunity because we're not keeping that part of our life in order because it's dull it's boring you know Mm -hmm. who wants to fucking do those things you know you just want to be out there glitz and glamour and uh fashion and fame gem gem and the holograms uh but it's not all about that so that that's why and it talks as far as setting up a routine that's what helps you keep on those kind of what you may deem as a mundane task or something that you don't want to do uh every day necessarily but need to um to uh to grow to get better it's a building it's all building on that foundation and you have to keep doing things uh you know and it might feel like a grind and feel boring and I, I mean, I've given the example before when I was really t- learning to try to get super good at guitar uh which I'm not good at guitar but you know I would practice first like first thing you know either if, if I was off of work or right after I got home from work I would sit down with my guitar and a metronome and, do, do, do you know, I would do all, do the fucking pentatonic scales up and down the neck and then all the modes up and down the neck and all the keys. And like I said, that's like two hours, and I haven't even done a song or anything yet. So That's just like, While the whole time I was like, you know, in your head and uh, your earphones. That's the boring, mundane stuff. That's the stuff that you have to sit and endure every day so that you can get up on a stage and like, <laughs> you know, it's that, that work is, is worth it. We just have to pay attention uh, to getting ourselves back on track for those things, which is why a schedule comes in handy uh, with that. So, um, you know, and of course, always, it, you know, it mentions with the schedule and, and uh, routine, we, we need to be aware that, you know, uh, that we don't uh, fall into, such a state that we're stifling ourselves in in, in any way and that's just being sure we're checking in on the routine you know making sure that we're not I guess sleepwalking through it um you know some days or whatever we're really paying attention to it and staying on task and and you know monitoring our productivity uh and if we do that then I don't think that you won't necessarily feel stifled or bored from from having a routine but it's just you know be mind we need to be mindful of that so boom that's our reading for today I really got a lot out of that I hope you did as well um, as you uh, may or may not know I do a card of the day reading on my Instagram every morning at John Wayne is dead and uh, you can check that out if you want to learn more about tarot and learn with me it's a lot of fun so uh well we've I, you know I've just been talking away but that's what I do on this show so I think we should move into our story portion uh, of the day and um, you know, it's, a, it's a, a, a free... I talked about the freezing temperatures at the beginning of the show here, so I figured today would be a, um, a good day to tell a, a story about the old frosty Jack Frost wintry, wintry cold Jack Frost time. Uh, so, you know, this song is called uh, uh, Super Mario 2 and The Flood, How About You. So as I was talking about at the top of the show about uh, you know, when we have this crazy freezing icy cold weather here in the Houston area, things tend to get uh, crazy shut down. you know like I said, the city will shut down. You certainly won't have school. Um, you know people will be staying home from work. all kinds of craziness ensues uh, when they when the freezing when freezing happens. For instance, uh, a lot of people, I don't, I don't know, I, I feel like they probably pay more attention to this type of stuff in uh, the more colder regions, but, you know, when it freezes, tree limbs just like snap off, you know, I guess they get the, I don't know what happens, the water in them freezes in, in the tree limbs and they just get too heavy and break, is that what happens? I, I'm not sure, something like that happens, or they get too much ice on them, either way tree limbs will just fall and break like just, like crazy uh, when it freezes here. And I, I think they probably pay more attention, like I said, in areas where it freezes more, they they trim them away from the the power lines and stuff like that or, or more aware of placement or something like that. Not here. Because you'll have like uh, you know, power I'm sure there'll be tons of power outages once this the the hard freeze really happens because of that very reason, which sucks. I hope that does not happen to us again. Uh but yeah the the main thing that sucks about that is like there's no way to heat anything you know you don't have any electricity you know no not a whole lot of people have fireplaces I mean I guess in the suburbs they do I mean or more suburb I don't know maybe more people have fireplaces than I thought think I don't know either way if if the power you know it's more mass chaos than it would be up north I think and uh yeah like I said you definitely you know we don't have school and this happened this one of these particular freezes happened back uh Years and years ago, in my youth, I believe I was in elementary school um, when this happened. If not, I mean, maybe sixth grade type of thing. Uh, so we're back. I'm back. Uh, in you know, I, at that point, my family and I we lived in uh, you know one of the north of Houston suburbs, uh, Spring, little townships or whatever it is, Spring, Texas. And you know, uh, so it it was frozen and I mean it was like frozen like I we came outside and like there was huge like icicles hanging from uh from things like outside of our house and stuff it was just like whoa this is crazy you know and there's like the puddles on the side of the you know the curb were frozen you know and you could go jump on them and shit and it was stupid kid stuff when it's all cold out and uh yeah, so you know, of course, it's it's a snow day or whatever you want to call it. No school. My mom was a teacher at that point, so she was home with us. My dad had to go to work still for some reason. I don't know. He was a made, He was a you know making sales calls for whatever company he worked with. But I guess I don't know. He went to work that. I know he went to work that day. It's part of the story. So yeah, so we uh, we wake up and it's all like no school. Woo, you know, go outside and play in this fucking freezing ice and cold. Uh, and that's what we were doing. And my neighbors were outside as well. And, uh, they, uh, I, I, you know, was friends with the the guy over there. I've told some stories, I think with, uh, that involve him, but, and I might've already told this story at some point, either at the beginning of one of the podcasts or as the story, I don't know. This is like 190 episodes, people. I tried to go back through my notes to see if I told this one already, but I, I don't, uh, I don't think I did. But anyway, Hey, it's new to me and you. My, so my friends, like, and this is during the time when Nintendo, NES, is all the, the rage, and I've told my Nintendo uh, story on here as well. You can listen to that when I received my Nintendo as a child, and it was a wonderful day. But, you know, my neighbors had a Nintendo as well, and they had a lot of games, uh, a lot of games. They would always, like, get the new games when they came out. It's just one of those type of families. I don't know why. Just They just got the games all the time so uh which was great for me because I could go play them at their house and get tired of them and I you know then you don't have to you know make my parents buy them for me make my parents buy me yeah right uh so yeah but at the time Super Mario Brothers Part 2 uh was recently out and they owned it um the the uh my next door neighbors, the kid and his sister and so I would go over uh, I was playing, you know, I play Nintendo at their house all the time, but they they were like, hey, uh, you know, while we were outside playing in the freezing cold, and we're finally like, hey, how about we get out of the cold and uh, you, play Super Mario 2? Okay, cool. So, and Super Mario Brothers 2 w- was, like, so bizarre. Uh, you find that, we found out later in life, of course, that it was originally a different game in Japan when it came out with different characters and shit. I forget what it was called. Uh, But it was something else, and a lot of people probably know this already, and they just reskinned the game, basically, which means they just, the sprites, the characters that move around, they just put the Mario skins on them, so it looked like it was all the Mario characters, and that's why that game, like, basically, it seemed such, so disconnected from the Super Mario Brothers that came with your Nintendo that you played for hours and hours to save the princess, and now you have this weird fucking game, and you're picking shit up and throwing it and you know the princess flies and Luigi jumps all weird. Like it's, everyone has their different powers. I don't know. It was, it was quite a, a different thing. So it took like a lot to even learn for me, especially, you know, to figure out this game. So I, I just liked to watch them play more than uh more than I played. Cause I was trying to figure it out. And I just, like I said, this game's so bizarre, especially at that time to me. And so, we're like, all right, cool. So we go inside, go in their house, and you know, first they're they're playing, right? And I'm just I'm sitting in the room watching, watching, you know, my buddy play, and then he plays for a little bit, and then his sister plays for a little bit, and I'm watching and trying to learn, and then uh, finally they're like, all right, you want to try? I'm like, yeah, yeah, me, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go here. So I get the controller, and I'm uh I'm playing, and uh, knock at the door, and. They go get it, and it's my it's either my little brother or my sister uh, at the door, and they're like, "Hey, John, like like, like John Wayne's here, yeah." And they like you know, yelling like, "Hey, uh, mom, mom needs you for something. To come home. She wants you to come home." Uh, and I was like, "No, uh, all right, all right." I didn't say like no. I was like, "Okay, um, tell her I'll be there. Uh, I just started this game, so when I die, I'll come home." And they're like, "Oh, I think just oh okay, you know." And they like they left. I didn't think anything of it. A couple more minutes go by. I'm playing. Knock on the door again. Uh, and it's my, you know, my sister or whatever. And she's like, mom says you need to come home right now. Uh, and I was like, why? What's what's wrong? I, she, and they, they said, like, there's just a, there's, wa- there's a water leak. And she wants you to help her. And I was like, a water leak? What What do you mean a water leak? So I, don't, I have no idea what this means. I'm thinking, like, okay, like, uh there's a drip from the ceiling. We put a pot and pan under or something. And, uh, so I'm thinking that I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. I'm all pissed. I have to stop playing this game. And, uh, I go and follow them over and I walk in the house and, uh, it is decidedly not what I expected, um, it to be. First of all, uh, there is a very large hole in the ceiling in the living room with, uh, water pouring out of it like just pouring down onto the 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 furniture and the um the the carpet everywhere and i'm and then and and right off from that to the if you're looking at it as i walked in and to the right of that is the kitchen and it's just like water is pouring out of like where the ceiling fan is above like the kitchen table from the the from where the ceiling fans are the ceiling it's coming out through the the air conditioning vents in the ceiling. And so it's just like all this loud water pouring. And then my mom is bawling. I mean, she, I mean, and I, sorry, mom, I know you're listening, but I I would have been too. Like she, I, you were beside, my mom was beside herself. I, I go in the kitchen. I'm like, mom, what's happened? What happened? What is this? And she's like, I don't know. And she's got like a broom and a bucket and just like, no, like doesn't know what to do. Cause this is just water massively, Amounts of water. If anybody's had their pipes break in their house before, you know what I'm talking about. Massive amounts of water just flowing down. So, and I'm like, what do we do? I don't know what to do. Now I'm starting to panic, and it's like, we did you call Dad? Like we, this is you know, there's no cell phones or anything. All we can do is page him. Um, So he's she's like go get uh Diane like Diane was the neighbor or whatever go get her and like so i go run back over to the house to get the mom and i'm like hey something's wrong i don't know so she comes over and she's like oh it's the pipes you have to, where's the main we have to turn off the water main and i'm like i don't know my mom doesn't know where that is she's she's still hysterical understandably so thankfully this woman's uh i think her name was Diane no that was the other neighbor it doesn't fucking matter neighbor uh, her husband lived Lived worked in this Union Pacific Railroad office building, like that happened to be behind our houses, like where our backyard was. There was like some woods, and, like an easement, and that building. Like he just walked through the backyard to work every day. She calls him. He comes running across the thing, uh, th- you know, gets to our yard, and he know he finds where the the water cutoff is outside. Gets a wrench and and turns off the water main. So that so now the water's finally stopped. But keep in mind that water has been running, pouring out of our ceiling for a while now. And it is a mess. So we get that taken care of. We get, you know, get a hold of my dad and some, you know, page and whatever he caught. So he's coming home. And uh I just even as a as a child I remember just being like, Well, what the this is it. I guess we move now. Like, what do we do? This is crazy. Um You know, I couldn't comprehend that this would happen. And yeah, our pipes froze and broke. And uh, it was nuts. It was nuts. Never experienced anything like that. Never even knew that something like that could happen. Of course, I'm a young child. But it is just a huge mess in our house. And, you know, the furniture, the fucking carpet, the table, everything is so fucked. And, uh, you know, my dad gets home and he's like, okay, he starts... You know, they, he and my mom start uh, getting the, you know, calling the insurance, calling the plumber, call, whatever the, you know, all the, the phone calls you have to make when that kind of shit happens. And he's like, oh, you guys go upstairs, go upstairs, stay upstairs, play Nintendo or something, we'll figure this out. And then, and that's what they did. And, but I mean, it was like, talk about uh, an upheaval, like th- your whole life thrown in an upheaval because of this pipes broken. And I didn't like, you know, and my mom, you know, my mom and dad got it taken care of. Uh, You know, thankfully it it got taken care of fairly quickly, but it's like as quick as you can when you have to have like basically two huge patches put in the ceiling, carpet ripped out and replaced, new furniture, you know, as quickly as that kind of stuff can. But, you know, and and so since then, like I'm very conscious about making sure I drip the faucets and stuff at night, like if it's going to be even close to cold. You know, I, I did that fucking shit last night. I woke up like in the middle of the night, and I was like, "Did I drip the faucets?" I got out, and I was like, turning the faucets on so they they run, so that the water doesn't have a chance to freeze." And then, like, I guess that's what happens. But you know, it was a it was a trying time and a trying day. But but the thing that was the most upsetting uh, about about this was, you know, we had a free day off from school, and I did not even get to enjoy it. <laughs> There you go, a wintry weather story. I hope everyone out there is uh, taking the precautions that you need to keep yourself and your your home safe and your pipes, but also you know your pets and your and yourself. Don't leave any p- pets outside, please, please. Bring your kitties and doggies inside, and uh, everyone stay safe. Don't go driving around on this ice if you don't have to. Um, or or why would you have to? Just don't. It'd be careful. I would say just uh and bundle up because it's. Cool out there. But uh anyway, thanks you guys for joining me for another week. I very much appreciate it. Uh as always, please oh, my new book is is out, Mage of the Hellmouth. Please check it out from Grindhouse Press, uh available on Amazon Kindle, the Grindhouse Press website, and uh, of course, my website, johnmanisdead.com at the shop page. I've got all of my books in stock. I've got t-shirts, records, stickers, um, and that that gas money pack six sixty six goes right into my tank. If you want to help help us out there, very much appreciated. All orders uh, from the shop come straight from me, so I will sign them and, and send you some little extra goodies uh, to show my very much hugely appreciation for you and uh, and that. So check that out. Also, you can follow me at John Wayne is dead uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And also, don't forget to check me out on Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne, our long-form uh, horror podcast, discussion podcast, uh, every Thursday and uh, at chrisandjohnwayne.com, K-R-I-S and John Wayne.com. And uh, if you go to johnwayneisdead.com, it gets you to everything you need to get to for me. So that's a one-stop shop. Thank you guys for joining me for another week. Please stay warm out there. And uh, like I said, I hit the road on Wednesday, so follow, like, follow my story on, on Instagram and, and Facebook because I do crazy all those updates and show you all the places we're going so you can follow along with our adventure. Uh, anyway, thanks you guys so much. Uh, happy winter day and happy winter night.